Welcome to season two of the Energy Upgrade podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa, master biohacker and successful entrepreneur. In season one of the Energy Upgrade, you got to have a taste for my obsession in all things health, energy, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and biohacking, or how to take radical responsibility in living a life by design. As a certified health coach, integrated health practitioner, kinesiologist, and seasoned entrepreneur who built and sold a seven-figure business, I want to dive deeper in this season too. After healing myself from burnout, from my health falling apart, my hormones leaving my body, I'm here to share everything I wish someone had told me. Every day, I have the incredible opportunity to be mentoring women and supporting them in becoming true magnetic energy bombs. I'm helping them remember who they were all along. It's so powerful that I want to take you in on the journey, almost as if you were a fly on the wall. You'll find that I'm not your typical health coach and I'm not your typical business coach either. I'm somewhere in between with a lot of spirituality sprinkled in there. This podcast is a sacred place where I come and share with you things that will bring you a high return on investment because yes, I'm all about ROI. Life goes fast and if I can show you a shortcut or two, I'll have succeeded at bringing you value. Thank you for being here. Let's go. Your time is now. Your energy is your life force. You want to be able to magnetize your wildest dreams. A liver detox is the fastest way to start healing. You can and you will. Welcome back to another episode of the Energy Upgrade. This is Vanessa Grutman, your host. And today I'm bringing back on the show a favorite, a human being that I love, 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 Kelly Carpenter. Thank you so much for being here again. Mm, Thank you, Vanessa. I'm really so honored to be here. Yeah, (laughs) Kelly, we had an episode together um, a few months back. It was episode 29 for those of you who may want to go back and listen to this. And at that time, we had talked about how to meet the body. And it was such a powerful and impactful episode. A lot of people messaged me after their minds were completely blown. And so I thought, let's blow their minds again. (laughs) (laughs) And really, you taught me so many things in the world of, you know, somatic healing, somatic inquiry, meeting the body, really being curious around pain that we may feel in the body, breath work. And I would love to go there today because for me, it was such a big, it was a big aha moment. And I since have been really bringing that to the forefront, even with clients, making sure that this is something that was in their awareness. Um, We worked together personally, and now I'm lucky enough to have you come in as one of our experts in the Energy Upgrade Coaching Program, where you come in to facilitate breathwork. But before before we talk about breathwork, I would love to have you explain this somatic inquiry, because we hear the word somatic more and more. It seems to be a bit trendy, but I don't think everybody understands what it means, including the people that talk about it. (laughs) Um, I would love to hear you talk about what does that mean? And uh, and then we'll do- dive deeper into breath work after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. And I, I really agree. Sometimes words that become trendy really get lost. They're just used for the sake of the use of them. 
Um, so somatic, it's, it's really about, you know, these places in our life where there was, let me actually start with a quote. I love Gabor Mate's quote on trauma. So trauma isn't what happens to us, it's what happens inside of us as a result of what happens to us. And so these events that we've been in throughout our life at different stages, at different ages, and they don't even have to be big, big T trauma, they can be small T trauma. But essentially where some needs weren't met, where we felt overwhelmed by emotions, where our emotions weren't safe, where our voice was it didn't have a place. You know, these moments in time where something was going on in our environment that created some emotion, some physical sensation, some activation in our body, and we weren't held in a safe place to really process that. So they get locked into the body. You know, in the world of somatics, it's like our issues are in our tissues. Mm -hmm. It literally gets locked into the body. And until we, and, and at that moment when it's locked in the body and becomes fractures and fragments, there's a, a disconnect, you know, that happens. We're usually also very innocently make it mean something. We attach a meaning to it. We create really deep core beliefs. And then there's this interplay between this belief that supports this restriction in the body and this restriction in the body also informs this belief mm -hmm. and we're locked in this pattern. And so in the work that I do, which is, you know, breathwork is a really large portion of it. And it's, you know, it's just one part of, a, of really a whole, a whole system, a whole method is <clears throat> learning, you know, the thing I stand for the most is breaking the cycle, like actually embodying our healing versus learning about our healing or intellectualizing our emotions. But how do we actually end the cycle of pain, of struggle, of stuckness, of overwhelm? And yeah, mm. that's mine. And I love how you're saying how these traumas, big or small, get locked in the body. And I see the other side of that with clients that come in and have a whole array of symptoms. Mm -hmm. And we often think, you know, there's something wrong with me, my body's shutting down. And, and when in fact, the reality is we just have these crystallized emotions that haven't been given a chance, like you said, to be felt, to be integrated, to be moved out of the body. And, you know, a quick way I often give an analogy to clients is that imagine, you know, let's say, let's take anger. You know, when you think of anger, it's like, oh, you have this like contraction in the body. Well, imagine if you have anger unprocessed, that creates also this contraction. And what does contraction create in the body? Less blood flow. And what does less blood flow create? Less nutrients at a cellular level. What does that mean? That means it's a perfect place for disease to come or for unwanted organism or, you know, you name it to come and make a home in that space. And we see that all the time. You see it in your practice with clients as well, where 
you know, sometimes it's as things as crazy as cancers and, and, and it, it's years and years and years and years in the making mm-hmm. of not allowing ourselves to feel these emotions. Yeah. And I love how, you know, to me, you opened up my world being like, it's, it's one thing that you weren't given that safe space at the time, but yeah. it's not too late. You can mm. still do it now. You can still yeah. meet your body and the pain and those emotions now. And to use your words, to give safe passage out of the body. Mm-hmm. So that contraction is not there anymore. Yeah. Beautiful. And yeah, I always say, you know, dis-ease or illness in the physical body is about 15 years in the making. Mm-hmm. It's not new. No. And, you know, in these, these places where we had this restriction or this constriction. And even if we, you know, we have, let's say illness or disease that may, or, you know, injury, that there's a physical element to it, it still started as an emotional element, a spiritual element under underneath that. And so even if there's some evidence that is very physical in the making um underneath that is still emotional and spiritual so when we can get to the core of even why we might have had that accident or you know this happened or that happened uh healing happens in absolutely miraculous ways you know Mm -hmm. our body is truly hardwired to heal it's actually hardwired to process emotions. But unless we've <clears throat> practiced the right tools or held in the right container, you know, it still stays locked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what you just said was so hard for me to comprehend because of, you know, how I was, um, you know, the, the, the what I was exposed to growing up and, you know, we, I've always been told or shown and you know when you have an illness there's a physical problem or you know it's like uh, then we need to go for a pill or a quick fix to fix it and make it go away and and I know some people might feel like what do you mean there's a spiritual or an emotional connection with an accident or with how with a disease or an illness and now I know I know so deeply that this is true and i've seen it over and over again and even the other day i saw how a top cancer specialist was sharing how finally they're able to trace it back to like seven plus years of emotional constriction in the making leading to this and it's fascinating and we're kind of just cracking the code on that but it's fascinating. And we know now we're starting to have actual evidences for those of you listening that have maybe your, your critical thinking, or maybe you're, you're trying to make sense of this. It's, 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 it's a thing. So somatic meaning there is imprints in the body and through your work, you're able to move that out. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, trauma builds on trauma. So that is, you know, another way or just another, you know, viewpoint to kind of look at. So it might not seem related, an accident might not seem related, but 
trauma and these restrictions and these constrictions and these beliefs build on another. And so, you know, again, that, that emotional link, even if it seems unrelated, it's, you know, these years in the making uh, and, uh, you know, trauma, this idea that trauma builds on trauma um, and what uh, is unhealed repeats. And it's this cycle that we find ourselves in until we choose, you know, choice is our greatest power mm-hmm. and we also can't do it on our own. So, you know, that, that really, that conscious support um, in order to, to end the cycle of trauma. And just because we're talking about this emotional core piece also doesn't mean that we negate the physical, you know, the work you do with all, you know, the actual, you know, help and supplements and, Mm -hmm. you know, bringing some, you know, deeper, um, homeostasis back into the body through through that work and yet if we did that and we didn't work on that deeper emotional piece it's still going to recreate exactly trauma builds on trauma so it's this beautiful merger of working with the physical and working in that emotional spiritual link and that's when yeah yeah yeah, that is holistic healing right Mm -hmm. that's why um in my approach i don't it's not one or the other. It's yeah. all of it is yeah. necessary because like you said, we all have had our share, some of us more intense, but everybody comes, you know, is walking around with those emotions locked in in some regard. And I always talk about how this liver detox that I share and that you've experienced, but you know, liver kind of is holding on to anger and frustration. So when you start moving things in there, it's, you know, sometimes it's not pretty. And, and that is an example of, you know, a a somatic um, imprint, right? Yeah. And you sometimes, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I say sometimes even it's like a time of year or a location. Oh, yeah you know, that, that comes up and we don't even know why every time in a particular part of the year, we have things that go on in our body. We might think it's like related to the season as in the the physical element, but oftentimes I trace it back to um, some event that happened at a particular time of year that locked in this imprint in the body. And, you know, it notices it like, you know, many clients I've worked with on that, or even, you know, recently a mom was talking about, you know, moving from, you know, a different continent when her son was four and the trauma that, you know, was around that time. And her son, you know, more than 10 years later, uh, went back and visited that location and had so much come to the surface. Mm. And it's these, you know, these imprints that, that truly live in the body and that somatically arise in mm-hmm. certain times, certain places, certain situations. Yeah. 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 Thank you for bringing that up because that also brings more context. Um, I also had a client who just was always so, so sick in November 
and like for for seven plus years and and we just started digging okay what what the heck happened in november and turns out she had had a major pregnancy loss uh-huh. and every year her body around that time was just completely shutting down mm-hmm. um so it's yeah it's so true that the body and that's the body is speaking to us yeah. all the time so all mm-hmm. we need is to start listening a little bit more and like you said we can't do this work alone because our ego is really good at protecting ourselves and keeping us safe in fact that's what it's been doing your entire life and so it's not going to let you go and meet that pain and that's why or that's when i guess we can rely on different modalities like breath work which you've introduced me to and here just for those of you listening i'm not talking about you know the breath work you did after a yoga session which lasted like 2 minutes cuz i hear this all the time oh yeah i do breath work no 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 I'm talking about actual therapeutic like full on breath work that lasts like uh, 45 plus minutes What if I told you that it's time to get crystal clear on what you are not bringing over with you in 2024? What if we could ditch the people pleasing and take a moment to really recenter on you? What if we could discover what you are intuitively called towards? And what if we could set a clear, magnificent vision for this year ahead so that whatever you're ready to manifest can actually happen? through clarity, through intuition, through the frequency of abundance and expansion, those dreams that you've been putting on pause, it's time to pick them back up and 2024 is gonna be magical. Now I've created Biohack Your 2024. This is a powerful event that will be happening during the holidays while things are a little bit more quiet, a perfect time to go inwards. I will let you in on my own end and beginning of year rituals and this will happen through two powerful two-hour master classes that will be delivered on december 28th and january 4th the replays will be available but in this time together we will co-create your vision for the new year we will be crystal clear on how you want to feel and what you're ready to call in and through powerful activations and the workbook of a lifetime my friends i'm so excited for that i will be supporting you in this powerful vortex of transformation two powerful two-hour sessions for 224 dollars for 2024 we're really calling in big magic and so if you're interested in joining this vortex there's already so many women signed up and i can already feel how potent this is going to be now i hope you're able to join us if you're interested to read more about biohack your 2024 or if you want to save your spot right now the link will be in the show note now let's make 2024 the year of your dreams. I hope to see you there. Um, so maybe, you know, shed some light on what actual, the, the breath work that you're facilitating, the like, how, why is it so powerful? And why are you using it as an integral part of your healing modalities? Yeah, beautiful. Why I'm using it is because mm-hmm. I believe that 
we all as a species need to learn how to feel again, as mm-hmm. we've just been talking about. And breath work is an incredible tool to bring us into the feeling body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the breath work that you're referring to is conscious connected breath work. That's the actual name of it. And it is an activating breath work. It brings some activation to the sympathetic nervous system. And done in the right way, it's an absolutely incredible healing tool. You know, these places of restriction that have been locked in, um, you know, when we highlight them, when we bring breath, when we bring our surrendered attention in a really safe way to those places, we meet those tender edges and we get to process and integrate what really wanted to be received or understood or released at that moment. And the breath, even over and above just the the sympathetic or parasympathetic or the vagus nerve and so much that goes on when we invite the breath, just even on a more spiritual sense, the breath is like life, chi, prana, Mm -hmm. ki, you know, different names, different cultures. And most flow. Yeah. And most of us aren't really partnering with life. Most of us are going about our day to day, not even aware of this life force that moves through us moment to moment. And so I always say, you know, it's like partnering with life. Mm -hmm. It's like saying a whole new yes to life and partnering with this universal essence that flows through us. And we, when we do that, it, you know, it, it leads us, it reveals to us what's there to be shed, what's there to be received. And yeah, it's a really incredible tool. And, you know, I always say that breathwork, how it's taught is not necessarily for everyone, you know, because it's a really uh, powerful tool. And with great power comes great responsibility. And so it's something to be used really responsibly. Like, you know, it's, it's a, what do I want to say? It has the power to change our life and, you know, in what arises through the breath and what the breath reveals to us, um, these tender edges you know, if done right, we can integrate them. Yes. I think what you're trying to say also (laughs) is the flip side, right? You said trauma builds on trauma, which um, if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard me talk about the rain barrel effect before and how toxins, stressors, traumas, chemicals, all the things build all like in this rain barrel, which is the analogy for our body. And so depending on how full your rain barrel is and how overflowing it is and how little or no attention you've given to it, breathwork is is something to take seriously because it can crack you open and almost like a presto, right? You can kind of open the pot (laughs) and it can stir things up. That being said, 
when it's done right and when you are looking for the right practitioner that have also walked the talk, that have healed themselves, that have done the work, not, and we're talking here like not a weekend course, that have been teaching this for, you've been teaching this for what, 20 plus a years? A long time. <laughs> I've been right? doing you, this work. Yeah. You facilitated and you supported and like, so you, but you've also seen the flip side and, and this is not by any stretch um, to say that breath work is a scary thing. It's quite the opposite, but it, like anything, it comes with this caution of, okay, when we're wanting to feel again, it's also good to be aware of, okay, wh what, what is my current state, right? Am I, do I, do I need to maybe go slow at first or maybe just ease myself into it? Yeah. Healing doesn't happen unless we feel safe. So, you know, if the breath is, you know, revealing what's there to be shed and some of those emotions or some of those memories or some of those experiences that are coming to the surface don't feel safe, we're not going to integrate. And so, you know, having a place of resource, having the right facilitator, you know, being in our window of tolerance as we meet these really tender edges, you know, is, is essential for healing to happen. And, you know, lots of times in I've seen in the breathwork world that it's like, let's just look, everyone's looking for the, the quick fix, you know, that magic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or that pill that's going to do it. And thinking that just because we're really dropping into the breath and we have like this really big experience that somehow that's healing and that's not necessarily healing. Yeah. That's, you know, just, reactivating trauma and reactivating trauma and reactivating or you know let's get out of the body in order to have this altered experience and you know 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 the divine but it's not an embodied experience so they're still struggling in life mm -hmm. you know life is really our teacher and it reveals oh yeah it sure does yeah um, <laughs> and so maybe if if someone is considering, and and maybe I can share my own experience just for context, because maybe people are wondering, like, okay, what is this thing? What is breath work? So, um, and you come regularly in the energy upgrade also to facilitate this with with the women in that group, because I believe, like you said, to heal the body needs to feel safe, and so if if yes, we might be doing all these protocols, all these lifestyle changes, all this supplementation, all this detoxing. But if at the end of the day, we still have blockages and these things locked in the body, we're not going to be able to. And my goal is to give you the results that you've been wanting to have. It's to give you this big breakthrough uh, and I always say, like, I don't do Weight Watchers, right? There's a reason why Weight Watchers doesn't work long term. It's because you're not really going to the root cause and you're not seeing those patterns that are repeating themselves. And so for me, it's like a big piece of the puzzle. Um, and every time I've done breath work, and now I'm so lucky to feel to, to know that I have these tools in my toolbox um, I know at first I was like, how can breath be as powerful as what you're saying? You know, that was kind of me thinking like, what? And then when I did it, um, wow, I was blown away. And I remember at first, my very first experience, I felt like I was weighing 
you know, a ton of bricks. Um, I couldn't feel my hands. I couldn't feel like around my mouth. Um, and it was so intense. Um, and then every time I've been doing it since, so that was probably, um, I done, I did breath work and it wasn't with you at first, but it probably like three years ago when I first did it. And oh boy, it was so overwhelming, like you said, because I didn't have the other tools. Um, but then I kept doing it. And every time to this day, okay, and this is a tool I do minimum once a month now. To this day, every time it shows me something different. Every mm -hmm. single time. And it always blows me away. It always shows me something that maybe I didn't even think about, I, something I didn't remember, something that was, like, like you say, locked in that I had no recollection of. Um, and every time it seems to be exactly what I needed to know and realize at that yeah. moment. And, and so to me, I'm just such a hardcore fan now because it's helped me um, get unstuck and it's helped me like keep moving. You know how sometimes we feel stuck and we don't really know where to go. Well, breathwork is always showing me, okay, what's the next step? What is the next thing you've been avoiding? Or what is this thing that's been in the way that you haven't seen or you didn't acknowledge? You know, I had experiences where I cried, like I'm talking like full on body sobbing, shaking. I've had experiences where I had so much anger um, that I was like clenching my fist, my jaw. I was sore for four days after I had experiences where it was like smiling and I was like almost laughing. I've like, I've had such different journeys, but it's just so incredible to see the power of the body. Yeah. And, and it really is, you know, it, the, I always say the breath has an incredible way to meet us and lead us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's this, you know, on the ultimate level is this deep relationship with the body and this innateness or a source of power, you know, a God of your understanding, whatever it is, and nothing, you know, that innateness knows exactly what we need mm -hmm. in any given moment. Mm -hmm. And so we become, you know, when we become partners, when we exactly. really tune in and, and we listen. And it shows us also that we have all the answers within. That's the yeah. crazy thing. We have mm -hmm. them all within. It's just most of us are going through our days breathing, like shallow breathing, right? When's yeah. the last time, if you're listening, when's the last time you took a deep, intentional belly breath? Like we don't do those throughout yeah. the day because we're hustling, we're pushing through, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing. Um, and so the mere fact of just being in the body, forcing ourselves in the body, that alone is very, very healing. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if you think about it, if we're, if we have some constriction, we have been, you know, avoiding, I always say there's only three ways in which we suffer and we're believing the thoughts we're thinking we're avoiding pain and vulnerability in the body and we're disconnected from our source of power. We, if those are the only reasons that we ever suffer. So you can imagine these restrictions, these places that have been shut down, they've been locked in the body and we've been avoiding them. We have to start shutting off our breath little bit by little bit. Mm -hmm. 
in order to not feel, not touch those places. So when we invite the breath, you know, that's why people aren't breathing to the capacity because, you know, we have to shut down our breath in order to avoid, you know, being in the body. And, you know, when you mentioned liver detoxes, which I, I've done your liver detox and know much about what arises with the liver and the link to the anger. And you mentioned anger earlier and there's not a single emotion that isn't valid, Mm -hmm. that isn't there to be seen and honored. Mm -hmm. And the only time emotions become destructive or, you know, create pain is when they're avoided. You know, anger is actually an incredible emotion. It is like a link in our body that says, this doesn't feel right. Exactly. You know, it's incredible for setting boundaries and really honoring ourselves. But if we've locked that in for a long time, um, you know, it's using us. And it mm-hmm. usually comes out explosive. If it's been shut down, a lot of people who have shut down emotions are actually quite emotional because it's like holding this beach ball underneath the water. And at some point it's going to implode or explode, you know, implode with disease and, you know, lots that goes on in the body or it explodes. And, and oftentimes it's, you know, it's both that, that go on, but when we really give it safe passage, um, yeah, we free ourselves so we can use emotion or it will use us. Boom. Yeah. Sounds so powerful. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like there's so many things I want to say. Um, and, and when you've mentioned anger and how it's a way to set boundaries, I want to repeat that because I know I have my people pleaser listening and my perfectionist listening, but like how, and also like my generation we've been, and I think, you know, we've been raised, like we have to be the good girl, you know, we're not crying, we're not mad, we're doing, you know, we're just doing, we're just following through and we're walking the line. And so it's not necessarily an emotion that we, I know for myself, it's not an emotion that I was very familiar with. Yet I knew it was inside of me big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love what you're saying because it's so true. Anytime you feel the anger coming up, noticing what situation you're in, are you denying yourself from some of your own needs? Are you stepping on your own boundaries? Are you saying yes when you mean no? Because usually it's your guide. It's so yeah. true. And mm-hmm. for women in particular, I see so much repressed anger. And breath work can be amazing for that Um, to also, like you said, just move it out, move it out, move it out. It's got to move out. Hopefully now like people are clear. We have to move out emotions. Otherwise it will create a ripple effect and other problems in the body. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. 100%. (laughs) Anything else you want to mention about breath work that Mm -hmm. um, is, you know, maybe if people are curious where, I mean, I know you facilitate, so maybe we can talk about that because you are an instructor as well. Um, but where can people mm-hmm. start or what would be your recommendation? Yeah, uh, there's a number of ways that they could start with me, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
oftentimes I hold a once a month event that is sometimes free, you know, basically low entrance, you know, in order to give it a try. Yeah. Um, I also facilitate what I call more than a breathwork training, which has four levels. So it's becoming a, not only a facilitator, um, which is level two, level three is how to work with trauma in the body. So it's a very hands-on experiential with trauma release techniques and really working with the body to release trauma that's partnered with the breath. And then level four is becoming a toss-up practitioner. So it's really working on a whole new level with the somatic inquiry process that, that I do in, in one-on-one sessions, but level one is for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I really believe very passionately that we can only lead people as far as we've gone. So I don't even let people in to become a facilitator until they've taken a deep dive into their own healing Yeah, or another deep dive. Maybe some people have actually done a lot of work, but either way, um, there is this level one is about really being held in our own healing. Mm-hmm. And it's a 12 week journey where you, you not only get to go through all of the processes, all of the inquiry, all of the, the teaching and the breath work every week for 12 weeks, but you also work one-on-one with me in more of a, you know, a therapeutic or what I call, you know, therapy for the soul session. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's, it's life-changing. Yeah. It's liberating. Is mm-hmm. what it is. Can you imagine how much lighter? Um, and also for women listening who are uh, like really on this mission to lose weight, like there seems to be this sort of obsession. You know, I mean, it's always been there, but um, you got to go look there. Mm-hmm. You got to go look there. Again, if the body doesn't feel safe, it won't heal. The weight is going to be so hard to move out of your body. Yeah. Um. And and I'm mentioning this only because I know again people are looking for the quick fix or the but you have to go and look under the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how you said um, the body like sometimes we don't when we're trying to avoid we're we're starting to shallow to breathe in a we're protecting ourselves by not fully breathing. And I, when you said that, I was thinking about meditation also how so many people are scared of sitting down with their thoughts for the same reason. Right. And you are also a meditation expert. Yeah. Um, but it seems like there's there's some like the meditation is more maybe for the mind or or mm-hmm. and a, and a, a, I guess a highway into the body as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean they so in the the Tassa method I, I really talk about three conscious practices. And it's working in a really holistic way. So working with the mind, body, soul connection, which is we can't separate. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I work in the therapeutic approach, the embodied approach and the karmic approach. And as far as if I was to really break down the modalities within each of those, it's working with the mind through the somatic inquiry through really understanding, reframing, unraveling the mind. Mm -hmm. I work in the embodied approach as far as getting in somatically using breath work, or at least using the breath 
and the surrendered awareness to really tap into the wisdom in the body and the wisdom in pain, because there is wisdom in pain mm-hmm. and it has something to reveal, something to share. So the embodied approach, um, usually through breath work in some capacity, and then that karmic approach is, you know, that place of stillness, that silence that lives within all of us that is bigger than our story that can't be hurt, that can't be betrayed. And I use transcendent meditation and practiced it, mm-hmm. you know, since 1976, <laughs> I've been a practitioner for a very long time and, um, and became a, a, a teacher several years ago and, you know, finding that place of stillness with, you know, that, that place of silence that lives in all of us that holds wisdom beyond our years. Like I said, that is so much bigger than our story. And so, you know, I really work in that holistic approach to healing and working with, you know, all of those elements, all of those um, approaches for that, you know, complete liberation from our suffering. Exactly. Wow. Well, if you're listening and if you're like, oh, I need to go look there. <laughs> There's a reason why Kelly's here. There's a reason why I brought her back a second time. She is amazing. And I feel so grateful that you have helped me. You're helping my loved ones as well. And you're just always a, an amazing resource to have. Um, and for people who really want to take like a full-on immersive dive into breath work, you're also holding every year a wonderful in-person retreat. And you have one coming in January, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, January 19th to 24th. And it's in Mexico. And the next one is in Spain in June. So it's usually twice a year that though there's mm-hmm. um, a five-day retreat. And it is life altering as well. You know, I've had people come that were, you know, really going through a lot of trauma through, you know, a breakup that just found me on an Instagram ad and really took um, a leap of faith and came home and every person that they knew noticed how different they looked, how different they sounded, um, you know, just no longer being a victim of life like that, the deepest level of healing and integration that can happen where we now feel empowered, Mm -hmm. you know, a deep place of trust in our own knowingness, a deep place of trust in our body, a deep place of trust in meeting life and its ebbs and flows. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not your normal retreat. <laughs> no, this is not like uh, you're you're doing breath work twice a day. Yes, and right. So it's there's every day. Um, there's two workshops, and so we do we focus on things that are you know shadow work, deep inquiry processes, um, healing the mother wound, inner child work, uh, deep into forgiveness. I've trained a lot in you know, um, radical forgiveness, um, work. So we work deep into, you know, processes that are really about unraveling and re-understanding our past and completing each workshop with a full breathwork journey 
where you're not only supported by me and, and, but you're also supported by my, my team that is trained in trauma release in the body. So it's a, it's a full experience of, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What a Liberation gift. from suffering. <laughs> yes. What a gift. Okay. Well, thank you so much again for shedding light on breath work and somatic inquiry and Ah, how it is an instrumental part of our healing, of our liberation. Um, Thank you for spending this time. And for uh, where can people find you maybe? And I'll add those links in the show notes. Yeah, great. Thank you. And at the other side of average.com is my website or on any social media, it would be at the other side of average. Beautiful. I'll add those links and I'll add the link to the retreat as well, uh, which is coming up and it's, yeah, it's going to be amazing. So Mm -hmm. thank you again so much, Kelly, for your wisdom and we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Vanessa. (laughs) The information shared on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't provide any medical advice. Vanessa Grutman does not cure, diagnose, or treat disease. Please consult your physician before trying any new protocol or product. 